Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Skeptics and Seekers Sunday Sermon Shorts. This is the Christian post We Need Prayers for God's Protection. Ugandan, Ugandan couple forced to flee home after converting to Christianity. This is a very sad story. This is a, a heartbreaking story, and uh, I don't want to diminish that here, but this is another one of those head scratchers, you know, just trying to understand prayer from the Christian perspective. Never mind my reading the Bible. Christians would just say, I can't understand the Bible. You know, I'm too satanic. I'm too non-spiritual. I mean, Paul would agree, actually, saying that only spiritual people can understand spiritual things. So, okay. We can't understand prayer from the Bible, but maybe we can understand prayer as Christians define it, as they describe it, as they practice it. So let me just give you the uh, the skinny on this one. Uh, this uh, Ugandan couple, uh, he is 70, she is, I believe it said 62, 61 or 62, something like that. Uh, they visited a uh, Christian church and converted. They were Muslim. Because kind of everybody, <laughs> well, it's not true. There, there are a lot of Muslims there. It's actually, I think the article said only about 12%. But you've heard of the, the silent majority and, you know, the noisy minority. So the Muslims are probably the noisy uh, minority there, and also a very dangerous minority. So this couple gets home because word gets out that um, they had converted and Muslims vandalize their home, leaving messages about how you know, they've embarrassed the Muslim family and that if they're found at that home, then they would be destroyed along with the home. Just uh, just terrible. You know, religious extremism. I mean, it, it's not like America. Right. So uh, religious extremism at its worst. And so this couple newly Christians, still dripping wet Christians. They're terrified. They flee. They find uh, some uh, Christian church that helps them uh, relocate. But, you know, they're still worried. And uh, this is a quote from, uh, I think, uh, maybe the preacher of that church that they uh, went to. So I'll just read this paragraph. When the couple arrived at our church, they looked shaken and fearful, he said. The church has hidden them for the sake of the church, as well as for the lives of these two new Christians. Okay, I can get behind that statement. The, the last sentence makes it weird, though, to me. The last sentence is, we need prayers for God's protection and providence. Hang on. Why do you need prayers for God's protection and providence? 
isn't God going to, through his providence, protect them anyway? Or would he not do it unless he gets prayers for it? Is that how God's providence works? Does God's providence require your prayer to be triggered? Because there are people like Tony Evans who who might think that is exactly the way prayer works. How about you? Is this true Christianity? Does God's protection only get triggered with prayer? You know, he needs that sweet, sweet prayer energy, right? Now, I want you to just recall the details of this story. This couple is still dripping from their baptism. They are new Christians. At no point in their walk with God are they going to have God's ear more than right now. Surely they have prayed for God's protection and providence, and yet they didn't find it sufficient. So they go to a church full of people, and surely they have prayed for God's protection and providence, but they don't find it sufficient, and so they make this call for more prayer for God's protection and providence. Who are they expecting to pray for them? Because all of America has already been tasked to pray for the situation in Israel. Sorry, not a lot of people left to pray for you. But the good news is you shouldn't need it. Why do you need our prayers for God's protection and providence for someone who just pledged their allegiance and risked their lives to join his kingdom? Why would any other prayers be required? Once again, there's you. There's your whole church. Why would any other prayers need to be required? Honestly, I don't understand why their prayers would not be sufficient. How many people have to pray before God gets off his ass and provides some protection and providence? Will someone please tell me how this prayer thing is supposed to work? All right. Until next time, I'm out.